Welcome to Reading Into It. I'm Lucas Baker. This podcast is for readers, writers, booksellers, and the books we love. Today we have an extremely special guest, a guest of honor, the woman of the hour. She is Fernanda Baker, my wife, and I'm really excited to have her on the podcast so we can talk about you know some of the books that we have in common. This will definitely be like an ongoing thing that we do since we talk about the books that we read anyway, like over dinner or breakfast. And I figured this would be these would be great conversations to have on the podcast. So often we have a conversation that we're like, oh, that would be nice if that was if that was recorded. I want to give uh, people kind of a, a an image of like our setup here because we ended <laughs> <laughs> we initially intended to have two microphones that were working. Um, we are face to face <laughs> trying to make sure that we speak directly into this microphone into the same microphone our faces are inches away from each other <laughs> it's very romantic very it's romantic. raining outside so it's, it's honestly kind of cozy I'm, I'm about it yeah <laughs> <laughs> we're like recording an audiobook or something um so that mic situation will be figured out at some point honestly i'm into this though that's true this, <laughs> part, this, this works this works too <laughs> on our honeymoon which we took in may um, I was reading The Big Clock by Kenneth Fearing, um, one of those NYRB books that I'm like obsessed with. He's obsessed with NYRB. Please stop releasing books. He needs to stop buying them. It's true. Our budget would look a lot better if they stopped releasing books, but please never do. <laughs> um, so I was reading in a, a Big Clock. Anyway, uh, we, we ended up both reading that book. She stole the book from me. Okay, this is a shocker because I never steal books from him. In fact, there's like a pile yes. of books on my nightstand mm -hmm. that he buys for me. And he, you know, he's like excited for me to read them. And then like instead I read like Colleen Hoover or like yes. Taylor Jenkins read. Yes. Um, so this is like a shocker. But I had like ran out of books to read on my Kindle. And we were, I think we were like on the plane or something. So like it's not like we had Wi-Fi to like download a new book. We were in a cafe in Paris. Oh, It was oh. even more romantic. Oh. I we were in a cafe. That. It was a rainy day. We both had super cheap umbrellas that were like, <laughs> <laughs> could not survive a real storm, but it was just sprinkling. Wait, so then like, what was it? Like, did you just try to show me like a page? So it was that place where like, we ordered a, a, a vin rouge, you uh -huh. know, and he brought back like vinegar. Right. And then we said, oh, please, you know, smoother, please. Rouge, rouge, yeah. smoother. That's true. Did he bring back a smoother one? It was so much more. Okay. Smooth. It was so much smoother. Yeah, so much smoother. So much more smoother. So much more smoother. Why is English hard? And I ordered something I think I didn't like. I don't know. Anyway, I was reading it there. Mm -hmm. And then I showed you... This often happens too, where I'll find a passage that I really like and yes. I try to show it to you. Yes. And most of the time, you know, she'll... You know, oh, okay, that's that's cool. You're reading uh, no, else. most of the time when he's showing it to me, like I'm reading something else, right? So then, like I'm like in my book. But anyways, this time around, I don't think I had something. So he, you know, he showed me this passage, and I was like, wait, like I I really love this, like immediately. So the big clock basically is like a guy who finds himself in the wrong place in the wrong time, and and like what ends up happening after that is like just like a series of a bunch of like events he keeps trying to like ends up out of. Uh, but like staying in the middle of it too at the same time. So it's really, really interesting. And I didn't start it from the top. I started it from like, I think a third in or something like a that. third in, yeah. Um, and so the passage he showed me was like right when that kind of starts, um, which honestly, I feel like that's where the book should start. 
we also give each other reading updates yeah especially on vacation yeah like every course. meal we're giving each other like an i mean update think about it like you're on vacation for the next three weeks together like you get to explore all these different places but at some point like you know you're with someone for 10 years like you know everything about them you know every single secret so it's exciting like to talk about books because they're a great way to like talk about things that like maybe off the top of your head you wouldn't have thought to share with your partner and it's like it's almost like gossip like we treat it like gossip like when we're reading our books and we're at dinner, we'll give updates about these characters' lives. He was giving me this update, and then I started reading it. And um, I honestly would say that I, I would recommend this to the book club. I would. You would? Yeah, I would. I think right now, since we're reading The Silent Patient by Alex Michaelitz, um, it's kind of like a dark book. So I think the next one should be kind of a happy one, which I don't think the big clock is. Um, and then maybe the big clock, because I think we've had kind of like a series of like dark books. And I think the girls are like, mm, you know, um, my goal in life is to is to get one of the books that I like into this book club. I had the opportunity to recommend um, books in the past, but like the pressure got to me. So like one of our friends will ask me like, so what should we read next? And I'm like, um, you guys should read Something Happened. And they're like, oh, what's it about? I'm like, it's about a, a middle aged guy that like complains for 500 pages. Ha 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 ha. So they'll never, they, they, yeah, they're, I think they're like, oh yeah. Oh my gosh, but that's so true. I don't know why. Like, okay, so Lucas is always reading. Like, he always has a new book in his hand. And, like, truly, it's, like, next time you'll see him, he'll have a new book. Even if it's been, like, two weeks, he already has a new book. And so my friends, like, know that about him. They know that about our relationship, how, like, how books are so important to us. Um, and so it's funny that, like, the question that you would think would be the conversation starter for someone like that is, like, such, like... I don't I know. I freeze up. Like, he freezes up. It's, like, the thing to stump him. Like, ask him what his favorite book is, and, like, he'll literally melt. Yes. Um, ask him who his Which favorite... Which is a, a big reason why I started this podcast, to be able to talk about books better and why I like things. I think that's probably... That's part of why we like talking about books and stories and films and movies and shows, because, like, when you understand why you like something, then you can create that kind of art. But it's like important to understand what you like about it and what you didn't like about it so that that kind of stuff doesn't come out into your own art that you like to create. I agree. And the NYRB does like a really great job of like publishing these crime novels that are like our art, mm -hmm. like they're well written. Like the dialogue is super original and the characters are really interesting, but it's also super um, fast paced. Um, that's why Fernanda didn't read the first third because I, I had been explaining to her what happens and basically mm -hmm. it's just this guy you know has this job that he hates and you know a relationship a marriage that's not going so well mm -hmm. and he has this girl on the side and like the big 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 like an incident happens a third in yeah. Um, but yeah so so that publisher does a really good job with, with these crime novels of making them fast paced and whatnot. Fernanda's had a book club for over a year now yeah. over a year with all her best friends and like it's i love i love it so much like she gets to like meet with like her nine eight nine best friends like once a month and i'm a girl's girl she's a girl's girl if you you know have the 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 once in a lifetime privilege to so uh, annoying. I, I, anyway <laughs> if you see like videos from from these from these book clubs like they go all out 
like they find a theme somewhere in the book and like the food is themed that the drinks the decor like it's amazing i'm trying to start like a book club with like <laughs> with like the for, husbands the husbands the, the husbands but um it's it's uh it doesn't look good. I don't think it's going to happen. Well, and because that's okay. your, your book club picks would be like something happens or something. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. They're no not. offense if something happens, but. It's true. It's true. <laughs> uh, yeah. Something happened is not a good book club book. But anyway, it's the bestsellers yes. this month. Um, we're reading The Silent Patient by Alex Michaelides. Michaelides, Michaelides. Alex, please tell us how to say your last yeah. name. Trust we me. I know last names are hard. My last name used to be Pawaga. No one knows how to spell that. P-U-A- I, I at some P- point forgot P-U-A- how to spell that. I just said P-U-A. <gasps> you said P-U-A? <laughs> P-U-A, guys, no. Pena. It's like been one month of baking. P-A-G-U-A-G-A. P-A-G-U-A-G-A. Pawaga. Oh, no, and then try to do that on like a call with like, uh, I don't know, like you're booking your flight or something. P as in Peter. A as in, and I always forget. Okay. Why do I always freeze? My, no, but the fa- my favorite thing was once we were on a call and you were talking to someone in spanish oh okay it was some spanish like the the, the customer service and the look <laughs> of terror that we exchanged when neither of us could find out like a word that started with f like off the bat i don't think to say a alpha no G, right whatever the fuck g is you know yeah. i just don't know and so then add that to adding it like having to do it in spanish we're and I was just like, honestly, if you don't know how to spell my last name, then I don't know what to do here because I can't do this anymore. So luckily now it's Baker. Well, we have to do the legal, the legal I, proceedings. Uh, the legal I know I have to do all the paperwork, but I cannot wait to be Baker. I challenge everyone that is listening to the podcast, all 20 of you. Can you spell Baker? Of course you can. Of course you can. Of course you can. But at least can you spell Powaga? No, no, you can't. No, you can't. And but at least we are legally married. oh my gosh okay so (laughs) that's because we got married had this beautiful amazing wedding amazing wedding one of like my sister's best friends he was our officiant he he said the most beautiful things like best officiant ever shout out to hassan shout out hassan and and truly wedding of our dreams like it was so so beautiful now that we have a podcast we can say that they're a friend of the pod Oh my gosh. So Hassan, shout out your friend of the friend of the You're pod. You're a friend of the pod. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. So Hassan married us and we had the most amazing wedding, great food, dancing, everyone's lit, amazing. Um, then we realized um that we didn't sign the paper and we didn't have a notary at the wedding. It wasn't our fault. And, <laughs> and I'm not gonna and I'm not gonna point fingers. I'm not. I'm just saying But it wasn't I'm our fault. I'm just saying like how could we know that? You know what I mean? Like right. we've never gotten married. We're not gonna do it again. So I think the professionals in the situation should have known, but it's it's it wasn't fine. it's wasn't our fault, it wasn't Hassan's fault, and I won't say more than that. So <laughs> it was you know, whose fault? I don't know. So it's fine. It it made for a great story because then we went off to our honeymoon and like we realized like we couldn't like you know mail our marriage certificate or papers right. or whatever application because like no one signed it that day okay that's fine so we go off into our honeymoon every time he like calls me his wife i'm like not yet huh? literally i'm like oh my god we're married and you're like not really not not officially so anyways as soon as we land into the united states <laughs> he made a, an appointment by that fr- for that friday at the courthouse we get to the place and we go up to the little counter 
and I forget I forget this man's name. He's on our certificate. You know, he great guy. Um, the lights go out for a second in the courthouse, and he looks like really kind of really happy. The lights go out, but then they come right back on, and then he's like, "Man, the lights should have stayed off." And then, and then, but we're sitting right in front of him. Sitting right in front of him. And then he's like, send me home. And then we just look at each other like, who the (laughs) fuck? He saw us in front of him. He realized, you know, he is still happy. He's like, all right, but let me get y'all out of the way first. So, so we go into what's called a marriage room. And yeah, we didn't know that this guy was going to be marrying us. Like I, I, I thought it was just like what you were saying that like, I thought it was just, you sign a paper and that's it. But we go into. But the marriage room, it looks like. I guess like, you know, like a Las Vegas chapel kind of thing. Cause there's like a stucco painting and a throne, like chairs with like, um, if a holiday inn had to do a marriage room, this would be it. It's that like a pink it. color. Yes. It, I just don't understand. There's like a fake, there's like fake flowers, fake, fake fruit and flowers. Yes. And, and then he gets up. It was amazing. It was truly amazing. I was like, this it was is great. our wedding day. It was amazing. This is our wedding day. We have two wedding dates. We have two wedding dates. Like, wow. People usually have one. We have two. Yeah. He gets up behind the pulpit and... Yes. Do you, do you remember what he... Those iconic words. No, but you got to deliver them. Okay, fine. He goes up to the pulpit and he's just like smirking, just, you know, uh, like telling me like, oh, I still have the car out back, which guys love to make that joke. And then he's like... He looks down at his script and he's getting all serious and he's like, all right, all right, let's get it. <laughs> let's get After it. After that, I laughed the entire time. I have a nervous laugh. So I was laughing the entire time. At some point he was like, you got her cheesing. Yeah, you got her cheesing. Wow. You guys are like. Yeah, he thought I was like so over the moon, like in love. like cannot, Which you were. Which I am, of course. But I'm laughing because I'm literally like, this cannot be real. And why isn't there a camera to record this? Because no one's going to believe this. No one is going to believe and of course, I'm how comical my... this is. So he... <laughs> he takes a picture of us and yeah. it was just, it was great. You know. I feel like you and I, we have like all these things that happen to us that like are so weird and unexpected, but like, but hilarious. since it's us, like we like, yeah. find it so funny right. and have the best time. And if you guys want a 10 episode series about our honeymoon, we can fucking do it. We can do that. Reading into it, uh, honeymoon edition. edition. We can do it. <laughs> we can do it. So um, anyways, back to books. Where were we? <laughs> <laughs> What I'm currently reading, I'm reading The Silent Patient by Michael Leides. Um, and it's, it follows the, this case of this woman who, it seems like she killed her husband. Okay. And since the murder, she hasn't spoken once. She didn't okay. speak into, like, to her defense. Um, she you know, never spoke ever since then. So since she didn't speak, there was like an expert that said that like she's probably like she's gone insane. Mm. And so like in her silence is like proof of that. So then they checked her into like a mental hospital and like she got away, like not got away with murder because I don't think she did it. Yeah. But like she didn't go to jail. She ended up like being like checked into this mental hospital. Okay. But I th- it feels like the main character is actually this psychologist is obsessed with this case and obsessed with her and obsessed mm. with treating her. Um, there's like an opening at the, at the hospital. And so he, you know, gets a job and she's his patient and so now he's like trying to get her to speak and she hasn't spoken yet no and it's like it's been like eight years and she's never spoken once and so i think 
right now the faculty's like yeah everyone like is excited to get like to be the one to like get alicia to speak but uh-huh. like okay good luck whatever right i i haven't gotten as far as long <laughs> as i want to because it's actually a very addicting book like i really am so interested and i find myself thinking about alicia okay okay that's yeah a good which sign. is such that's a good a sign. sign about a book but that's i'm not as sign. far into it as i'd like to be because i usually reserve reading for nighttime as yes. you know um, I try not to scroll and I like to read. What, what is better than reading before bed? Oh my gosh. And then you like fall asleep and it's like so peaceful. But it's not the case with this book because right. it's kind of like a thriller. And there's a scene that just happened where like she's like on a lower dosage of medicine. So she's not like as um, like numb. Okay. So she's more reactive and she like reacts in like a really violent way. Oh, okay. And I, I read that scene and then fell asleep. And I think that like caused okay. like a really like bad vivid dream for me. Yeah. And and so then ever since then I haven't read at night, which means I basically haven't read in like a week because I don't read in the mornings and I should, but I don't. I don't read throughout the day because I'm working. And then like, yeah, if I don't read at night, then like when am I gonna read? And and so we were on like a little staycation that oh, weekend, yes. and it was the first night. And I don't know if I I don't know if other people feel this way, but like when you sleep in a bed that's not yours, like it's just not as. And what what is up with? Like the hotel pillow, there's nothing in there. There's okay, but nothing it's still in too there. High though, right? Yes, it's still too high, but it's way too soft. But that's why my mom always brings her own pillow. That's true. She does bring. Like her own she pillow. will walk. Like one thing about my yes. mom is that she's walking into whatever five star, it doesn't matter hotel, the with the pillow. pillow in a garbage bag. She yes. doesn't care. <laughs> <laughs> the garbage truck because it's easy to carry and it has straps and it's disposable later yeah that's a great point that's yeah. a great point so so she's prepared um but so so you were having like really really um vivid dreams you were straight up talking like i don't remember <laughs> oh what God, you were I don't saying know how you married me that i talk in my sleep you did that the other night by the way what did i say it was that night that I couldn't fall asleep until like one thirty. What was I saying? No, I don't know. I wish. I wish you were saying something. But it was gibberish, right? It was like Yeah, no, but it was gibberish but words. Yeah. But like words that didn't make sense together, so I don't remember them. So that's know? kinda like that's what you were doing. I oh didn't know my I God, did that. No. I didn't know I did that. You don't normally. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, so you were so you were talking, but you didn't sound scared. Okay. Yet. Okay. Not yet. But this was like 2 a.m., 3 a.m. Oh, my God, not 3 a.m. Yeah, the worst time. The worst time for any sort of, uh, yeah, horrifying. But um, the dream, the bad dream happened like at 5.30 because then yes. I remember we went to go watch the sunrise. It was yes. perfect, actually. It was like, yes. oh, my God, like, you know what? Let's go romanticize our life and watch the sunrise. It was perfect. It was it was perfect timing. Um, But, yeah, I, I so I'm kind of oh a God, light okay, sleeper. Say the vivid dream. Yeah, I do. I do. It's if so you, as much as you want, as much as you feel like, you know, comfortable saying it. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. So this vivid dream was a little bit, a little bit freakier than usual because most of the time my vivid dreams slash like sleep paralysis, they're not like scary other than the fact that like I'm aware that I'm sleeping and I don't want to be like aware that I'm like sleeping and, and awake slash whatever. Like out of control. Right. And yeah. so that's what's scary about it. But right. it's not like a scary setting. What was different about this one, and that's why I attribute it to the book. Mm-hmm. And it's weird because like it's not like the book has anything like this, but I guess like whatever. It scared me. And so in this one, so we were staying in at the Residence Inn in Surfside. Shout out to Residence Inn. Shout out to Residence We have to complete that evaluation. Oh they my God, we do. Really yeah, they were really yeah. nice. Okay. <laughs> 
so the thing about the residence inn is that I guess it's like meant for like long term stays or something. So there's like a big kitchen actually and living room before you even like get into like a bedroom with like two huge queen beds. It was great. And so then that's only important so you understand that there's like a room outside of the bedroom. It's not like a typical hotel suite where it's right. like, you know, just one, one bed right. bedroom. So in the dream, I hear like my rings fall in the other room, which automatically it was weird. So in that moment, I know that I'm awake and I know that it's a dream because the rings are not there. Like when I fell right. asleep, I put the rings next to me next in my nightstand. Yes. So the fact that the rings were in a different part, like I'm like now awake, but now aware that I'm like in a dream. So as soon as you hear that, you know that you're in a dream. Yeah. That's when that, that's when I start remembering like it, like a memory. And so mm. that's why I think that's like when I became aware right. of right. it. Okay. And, like, that's what dreams are. Like, that's, like, the thing with dreams, right? That there's always, like, a small detail that's off, and that's, like, how right. you know that now you're dreaming. Right, right. So the rings fall to the floor unprovoked, though. Like, not, like, anyone pushed them or anything. And even though, like, that's a pretty normal occurrence in the dream, that was terrifying. Because something Okay, because, it. yes, because then, like, in the dream, there was, like, this, like, demonic kind yeah. of presence for some reason. And that had dropped it. And then... In the dream, I'm, I'm still in the bed, though. And so I start to feel that mm. presence come closer and closer to the bed. Mm -hmm. Super, super terrifying. Yeah. And that's when I, I think I'm like wiggling my toes or maybe yeah. I'm saying, no, help you're, me, you're, help me. Yeah, I remember in the dream saying, help me, help me. Did it come across? You said, help me, help me. <gasps> but even Out loud? That, you said out loud, help me, help me, help me. Uh, but even before that, I could tell that you were like restless. You're in a like a sleep paralysis. Like I immediately try to wake you up. But like. I couldn't tell if you were just having like an active dream or sleep paralysis until you said help me. And then oh I'm my like, gosh, I no. literally shaking you. How yeah. but how did you like how did you like feel when I said help me? I was scared. That's fucking terrifying. I then have to convince you that you're in reality. Oh my gosh, that's so true. That you're I, not I in another dream. You, like five hundred times, like yeah. am I sleeping? I'm like, babe, you're awake, you're awake, you're awake. Which I had a really good idea that to really prove to you're awake is to give you your phone. And then you can use your <gasps> oh, phone. Oh wait, that's so true. That's what you did. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. my god, that's so true. Okay, that brain, way, like, brain, please do not try to like make fuck that up. And, please and, don't and fuck to, that up. No, the brain is too smart. We can't no. be giving them ideas. We cannot be giving this brain any more ideas. <laughs> Anyways, books. So that's why I haven't read it at night. <laughs> that's why. That's why. Because I feel you. It's rare to find like a creepy book. Yeah, I think I think like finding like a, a book that can creep you out as much as like a movie, which also we're going to go see Insidious in a couple of hours. <laughs> Wait, in like Wait. literally 20 minutes, we have to Wait, go we have to, to go. the movie theater. We have to be in a movie theater at 19 minutes from now um, to see hopefully a and terrifying movie. Late, because I still need to get my glass of Chardonnay that I have to have with my buttery popcorn. Yes. So we're late for a movie that we hope is like horrifying, like... <laughs> I want every scary movie. If speaking I, of having yeah. like, terrifying dreams, let's go watch Insidious. Right. And hopefully it's good because like if I'm not, if I don't regret the movie in the middle of the movie, then I'm upset. Honestly. A scary honestly, movie has to make me regret it in the middle. Oh my God. That's so right? true. Okay. So we're going to keep, we're going to keep recording this when we come back. So we're back. It's the next day and we did. Right. We, we did, did in fact to regret. <laughs> the movie Going halfway the movie. through <laughs> it was okay it's about sleep paralysis right obviously right. like a very extreme like scary movie example of it 
But yeah, definitely not helping with my sleep paralysis. We didn't know it was so specific to sleep paralysis, right? I mean, it's been a while since we watched an Insidious yeah. movie, but I did remember like the guy like like would a- astral project or whatever. Right. Um, but this one was like basically. <laughs> Fernanda would cover her face with the popcorn bucket every now and then. It was yeah. very cute. <laughs> so yeah, definitely halfway through, I looked at her. I was like, okay, I regret it. <laughs> but then for some reason like the movie like really falls off like it's like what i told lou like there was a beginning and there was an end there wasn't a middle climax it was just like i don't know why there was no build-up to it it was just so so sudden that's my film critique of insidious but uh because of that there didn't feel like a lot of logic to like the the demonic presence or whatever it really like nothing like really made sense for for a little while so then for me i was just like okay it's fine yeah yeah (laughs) i'm okay (laughs) it was fun there's always uh, it's always good to have an excuse to get a little chardonnay and Mm -hmm. popcorn and they didn't have bunch of crunch so i know that was devastating it was it was literally devastating she sees me walk up with um kit kat and reese's pieces and she's like what about the bunch of crunch it was so funny how like you didn't know what the right next option was i figured those are good but i i think i would prefer like a a, like um m&m's yeah, peanut M&M's. Mm. I don't know if they have a peanut. Or like candy. a sour Prince Charles. I know it's like a mm. completely different candy. Yeah, okay. That's good to know. That's but good yeah. to know. Anyway, so what are you reading? <laughs> so so right now, um, I had just finished quitting this Jean pa- Jean-Claude Izzo novel called Total Chaos. And I was really excited about this book because it's set in... France, it's set in Marseille. You and were looking for that book when we were in Paris, right? Literally in, in Paris. I was like, I was looking for, for this exact book. And one of the bookshops we went to, they had the second and third ones in the trilogy, not the first one. I had read that this guy like invented Mediterranean noir. And I'm like, oh, wow, like that's really cool. And, and, you know, for my own book, I like, you know, like a crime novel's pacing and suspense and all that. I've been reading a lot of those kinds of novels uh, lately. So the book has a lot a lot of backstory a lot of flashback i hate that just tell me like yeah. just like let's get to it yeah like when there's too much stuff that's like not present yeah narrative it's like it gets it's like boring you don't have to explain everything no sometimes something can happen and i can be left like not understanding right right like right. you know not in a puzzling way but just in yeah. a suspenseful way you know yeah yeah, so like the that like structurally is a problem. And then also the writing itself, it might be a translation issue because again it is French, you know, so maybe the translators, you know, who knows, but the writing itself is like very 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 corny like detective, lonely detective oh at night. No. Yeah. 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 So very bad. Very bad. I mean, not very I mean, yeah, yeah, it was it was bad. It was bad. I mean, okay, yes. Let's be honest. Um he was like in a bad mood for like yes. 2 hours at the yes. beach this weekend, well, not this weekend, the past weekend. Um because like he didn't like his book. And when he doesn't like his book, he's like not happy about it. Yeah, when I'm not having when I when I'm I don't like my book, I'm not having a good time. No, he's straight, straight up, up not having a good straight time. Straight up not having a good time. <laughs> but luckily we were in Surfside, which was right by um the Bell Harbor shops. And so I was like, Can you oh, just yeah. please go to books and books and go buy a new book? Because <laughs> I can't anymore. And I, I set an hour timer and I look at the <laughs> I literally did the shelf. I looked at everything on the shelf twice until I found the book that I'm reading now. Mm-hmm. The lady was like, are you, do you need help? Are you, 
Is everything okay? Do you need help? Yes, I do need help. I was there so long that I was feeling myself become dehydrated. And I'm like, I don't know if I can survive it. I love how it's here. like, oh, I can't with you. This is like, I love how if you don't drink water in an hour, you're no, dehydrated. Literally. No, literally, literally. I, I was like, mid- I could literally go all day without drinking water while you're gone at work. I don't know how. I don't know. I don't know. It's not a good thing. I'm just saying an hour and you were just like. No, really, like 40 minutes in, I was like, should I go downstairs to a cafe to get a, a sparkling water or something and I come back up? With you. <laughs> but I didn't want to take too long at the bookstore. Anyway, so I found this book called Our Man in Havana, and it's by an author named Graham Greene. I've never read any Graham Greene, but apparently he's like a very classic crime writer from like the early 1900s anyway. Where do you find like, these recommendations? Um, That title i think it was like a famous movie or something oh, i think right. i don't know but it also is such a great title yeah our man in havana it sounds it's very so spy and like you know cuban mm-hmm. revolution type even though it happens before then i didn't know that but it happens before then um they're the main character is like a vacuum salesman he's an englishman there in, in havana with his daughter and they're well off but he's very like I like that this crime novel, I don't know if you could even call it a crime novel. It's more like a spy novel, but like there's a lot of attention given to the character. Like there's a lot of depth to the character. There's a lot of like, he's going, he's gone through a divorce. You know, he like doesn't um, connect well to his daughter or his, or his ex-wife. And, you know, he doesn't really love his job. So like, there's like a lot of attention given to like the, the psyche of the character and the dissatisfaction that this character feels. And then you know, he runs into a British intelligence officer who like loops him in. You're going to hear a plane right now. That's fine. Who loops him into um, uh, becoming a spy and um, tells him like, oh, that don't don't hang out with that acquaintance that, you know, he, he's a German spy. And, and he's like, wait, what the fuck? Like, so this character is kind of like thrust into a world he doesn't really understand. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, it's really fun. And it's really short, too, which is something else I wanted to make sure that like yeah. the next novel I picked up was short because I have a whole list of books that I want to read. And I wanted to not, not commit to something too heavily before I get to all those other ones. I just wanted something to, you know, stop the pain of, of this <laughs> bad book, <laughs> of this really bad book. Um, so that's what I'm reading now and it's going really well. So I'm like 30 pages in. So yeah, like a couple chapters in a few chapters in. I actually, um, I kept reading my book today since it's daylight and I can read it. And there's, um, there's a line that I'd love to read to you. Okay. One of my favorite things about Kindle is that you can highlight and then it shows you. So this is from the silent patient. And basically the, like the main character has found out that his wife is cheating on him. Okay. And so, like, he, he's, like, really attached to her in a very, like, it seems in a very unhealthy way and, like, relies on, like, her, like, acceptance and love. And so he's, you know, we've already talked about this character is, like, not, like, mentally well okay. already. So, like, the fact that, like, his relationship might be ending, like, he's, like, truly, like, suicidal at this point. Oh, shit. Okay. So he finds himself at the doorstep of his um, old therapist's um house okay i guess that's where they used to do sessions and she you know helps him like realize that he needs to leave this woman okay it's not like a healthy relationship and Mm. that he's only like repeating some patterns that he like had in childhood he starts to blame himself as to why 
like his wife is cheating on him right because she had been like complaining that there were no fireworks or anything mm. like that in like the relationship for a little while mm-hmm. and so he blames himself for like why she cheated on him and but the therapist says that that's not love that we often like talk about love in movies and in films and and in books about like love that's like fireworks mm-hmm. and that's not love that's okay. like drama right and right. um and that's like excitement and drama, but that's not real love. And so okay. then she says this one thing. She says about love, about how we often mistake love for fireworks, for drama and dysfunction. But real love is very quiet and very still. It's boring. if seen from the perspective of high drama. Love is deep and calm and constant. And I love that. I love that. I love that. What does a character do in response to that? First, he kind of gets defensive, like, because it's first person. So, like, we know, like, his thoughts. Okay. Um, he gets defensive, but... In the end, like, of the session, they, like, come to the agreement that he needs to leave her because he's repeating patterns. Mm. But then, like, the next two chapters, like, he doesn't leave her. He decides that, like, of leaving course. her is, like, way too hard. Of and course. he's, like, not going to listen to what his, his therapist, therapist has yeah. just said. Um, so that's um, that's probably going to cause for more issues, obviously, later down the line. But, yeah. I think fireworks are... are are amazing but mm-hmm. i agree that the fireworks are kind of in the yeah. life that you have with this person exactly it's not that there's no fireworks it's right. just that it's like if that they, there can always be fireworks right, right. like that's not like a thing that can always be happening right. all the time right. especially when you're building this life with someone right and some people mistake fireworks for someone being shitty to them that's too. the thing i think that actually a relationship that is like constantly like making you feel like this push and pull which yeah. is what people like feel as the fireworks that's not peace right no you know no. that's toxic <laughs> that's toxic yeah um, it's a roller coaster yeah. exactly i mean listen everyone's relationship is different but toxic relationships make good books that's of thing. course that's a, and they make great they gr- make great movies, great movies and great love songs and that's all great, but um, I mean, what's better than truly like your partner loading up the dishwasher and serving you water at the end of the day? Like, Facts. At, at the beginning, midway, and end of the day, water. <laughs> so love is peace. I love that. I love that. This has been so fun. Like we're definitely going to do a lot more of these episodes. And if you enjoy these conversations, subscribe to reading into it with Lucas Baker and frequent uh, special guest Fernanda <laughs> Baker <laughs> and follow me on TikTok Lucas R Baker I post a lot of writing stuff book stuff and um yeah if you like this podcast you'll like that and I'm on TikTok as well and Instagram at perks of being a fern um and also have my blog perks of being a fern.com for all travel and food content I also have a little site account for our sourdough starter named Breddy Freddie Stanettas. <laughs> Love. Oh, yeah. That's another. That's a story for another day. That's a story for another day. Um, but, yeah, there's like five whole people who care about whether I feed him every single day. So you can follow that on TikTok. At Freddie's mom. I love. I love. <laughs> I love. Well, thank you all so much for listening. And we will talk to you soon. Bye.